One of this year's stellar investments has been digital currency Bitcoin. It's risen almost 340% so far in 2017. But it's been an extremely volatile ride. Last week, the value of Bitcoin fell 15% in just 48 hours. So what is behind this extreme volatility? And is it a suitable investment for retail investors? I'm joined now by Tama Churchhouse, who is partner at blockchain company Block.One and lead analyst at Stansbury Churchhouse Research. Good morning, Tama. Hi, Peter. So could you explain for our listeners a little bit about what is Bitcoin? So Bitcoin is a digital currency and it is stored in a decentralized distributed ledger, uh, the blockchain. Um, it is completely decentralized. So if you think of the Bitcoin ledger, it's kind of like a spreadsheet which uh, contains the balances or, and all the transactions uh, that are carried out within the Bitcoin network. Uh, and that spreadsheet is distributed globally across the world. There's no single person in control of it. And through cryptography, that uh, new transactions, for example, are updated to the spreadsheet uh, and reflected every 10 minutes or so. So it's completely decent. There's no centralized authority behind Bitcoin. Uh, it is completely decentralized. And it's created in just certain amounts, isn't it? So it's not like a normal currency where a central bank can come along and print as much of it as they like. Yeah, that's correct. So there's a, a predefined uh, protocol formula which defines uh, the creation of new Bitcoin. So what happens is uh, every 10 minutes, the Bitcoin uh, network will take all of the requested transactions, bundle them into a block, and then all of the miners, the people who uh, effectively run and support the network, will compete to solve a cryptographic puzzle so that they get the right to add that to the spreadsheet and effectively update the spreadsheet. And when they do, they are awarded a predefined amount of Bitcoin, uh, which then they can sell for US dollar, for example. So it's a predetermined amount of Bitcoin which is issued. So... Is it a currency? Is it a commodity? Is it a security? Or is it none of them? <laughs> um, the closest is really uh, a, a version of digital gold, I think. Mm. Um, it is not a security because it doesn't have any of the characteristics that you would associate with a traditional equity investment. Bis Bitcoin is not a business. Uh, Bitcoin is a digital medium storer of value. Um, and it is scarce by design. So uh, it can't be printed and inflated away in the, in the same way that central banks do, for example. Um, and it is easy to transport, easy to move, easy to transfer and easy to store. Um, so it's really kind of a cross between a currency and a, a digital kind of gold. And why is it going up so much? And why is it so volatile as well? Because we can see, you know, as we did a couple of weeks ago, it can fall 15, 20% in just a matter of a couple of days. Sure. So, I mean, Bitcoin is driven by a number of things. Obviously, there's a lot of speculative demand in there as well. So people have seen the price come up pretty aggressively. Uh, and, you know, I think the, the majority of people who are buying Bitcoin are buying for two reasons. Number one, there are just your old-fashioned speculators who have seen the price go up, and they expect the price to keep going, keep going up. Uh, and then there are kind of people more, you know, like myself, who think that there is a, just a really high chance that Bitcoin becomes a form of global digital reserve currency outside the domain of global central bank currencies. Uh, and 
if that happens, you know, there's still a huge amount of upside left in Bitcoin. I mean, it's a $70 billion market cap currency at the moment, which is, you know, a fraction of a, you know, a developed economy kind of monetary base. So, you know, there's still potentially a huge amount of upside in Bitcoin. Is it then a suitable investment for ordinary Hong Kong investors? Uh, I think so. And I think what people you know, really should focus on is, first of all, educate themselves a little bit um, about Bitcoin, because it's not an, necessarily the, the easiest concept to grasp intuitively. Um, and especially as you kind of peel back further layers, you see more and more complexity to it. But so I would definitely suggest that people try to understand a bit about Bitcoin, because Bitcoin really is the foundation and the proof of concept for an entire uh, array of new technology and new cryptocurrencies that we're seeing emerging at the moment. Um, and the second thing is, you know, you don't need to go to town. You don't need to, you know, take a big swing, at, you know, at, at the ball on this. Um, just a small, uh, you know, my view and what I kind of tell my readers and especially kind of those who are kind of beginning, um, uh, you know, in cryptocurrencies is just buy a small amount, store it safely and really just forget about it. Now, when you say store it safely, how do you do that? Is it stored on your computer? Is it stored at the exchange? How, how do you store it? So now when you buy Bitcoin, you typically buy it through an exchange. Uh, and I would never advocate leaving Bitcoin with an exchange. Um, because if your Bitcoin is with the exchange, then really they own it, you don't. Uh, and, you know, if an exchange gets hacked, which, you know, many have uh, or a couple have in a couple of high profile cases, you can lose your Bitcoin. So how you can store it is you can store it in a wallet. And a wallet is really just a piece of software that kind of holds the Bitcoin for you. You can have wallets on your phone, on your computer. You can also have hard drive wallets, which are kind of like little USBs where you actually store the Bitcoin on that. And then you can again, put it in a safety deposit box. I mean, that's how I keep it actually stored completely. It's called cold storage uh, and it's stored simply in a in an offline wallet. Mm. Um, and I store it in a safety deposit box in a bank and I just leave it there. So just like maybe storing gold in a vault. It's stored right next to some gold, actually, ironically. Okay. And um, what are the other risks that people should be aware of before they invest in Bitcoin? Um, the I guess the biggest risk is... You, I mean, you can't forget your uh, private keys, for example. Your private key is really your password to unlock your, um, your Bitcoin. So the way to think about Bitcoin is you never, really, you never really physically own it. You own the right to move it from one side of the global distributed Bitcoin, Bitcoin balance sheet from one side to the other. So you, if you think of it like that, your private key is really a password that allows you access to transfer and move that Bitcoin. If you lose that private key, that password, you've lost your Bitcoin. You've so, lost um, you know, taking basic precautions for that is very, very important. Tama, great advice. Thank you very much. That was Tama Churchhouse of Stansbury Churchhouse Research. Thank you very much for tuning into Money Talk Extra this morning. I hope you've enjoyed the programme. Next week, I'll look at how we should approach philanthropy and charitable donations. Jimmy Lamb explores how changing jobs can impact your finances. And in our investment segment, I'll talk about investing in IPOs, initial public offerings. So please do join Jimmy and me next Saturday at the same time. 
In the meantime, this is Peter Lewis wishing you a great weekend. Bye for now.